The service of prayer and preaching for Populous Zion, the second Sunday in Advent, December 10th, 2023. We sing hymn LSV 508, The Day is Surely Drawing Near. The day is surely drawing near when Jesus, God's anointed, in all his power shall appear as judgment God appointed. Then fright shall banish idle mirth and flames on flames shall ravage earth, as Scripture long has warned us. The final trumpet then shall sound, and all the earth be shaken, and all who rest beneath the ground shall from their sleep awaken. But all who live will in that hour by God's almighty boundless power be changed at his commanding. The books are opened then to all a record truly telling what each has done both great and small when he on earth was dwelling and every heart be clearly seen and all be known as they have been in thoughts and words and actions. Then woe to those who scorned the Lord and sought but carnal pleasures, who here despised his precious word and loved their earthly treasures. With shame and trembling they will stand, and at the judge's stern command to Satan be delivered. My Savior paid the debt I owe, and for my sin was smitten. Within the book of life I know my name has now been written. I will not doubt, for I am free, 
and Satan cannot threaten me. There is no condemnation. May Christ our intercessor be, and through his blood and merit, read from his book that we are free, with all who life inherit. Then we shall see him face to face, with all his saints in that blessed place, which he has purchased for us. O Jesus Christ, do not delay, but hasten our salvation. We often tremble on our way, in fear and tribulation. O oh, hear and grant our fervent plea. Come, mighty judge, and set us free from death and every evil. The service of prayer and preaching on page 260 using the Advent versicles. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Out of Zion the perfection of beauty God shines forth. Our God shall come, he does not keep silence. Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Shower, O heavens, from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness. Let the earth open, that salvation may sprout forth. From the rising of the sun to its setting, the name of the Lord is to be praised. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. With joy will you draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the peoples, Proclaim that his name is exalted. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Sing praises to the Lord, for he has done gloriously. Let this be made known in all the Shout and sing for joy, O inhabitants of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. The Lord God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. 
to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. my strength and my son, and he has become my salvation. A reading from Malachi, the fourth chapter. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. Remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes and just decrees that I commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. And he will turn the heart of the fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers, lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The intro it is verses from Psalm 80, the antiphon coming from Isaiah 62, chapter 30. Also, <clears throat> say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. The Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard and you shall have gladness of heart. Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock, you who are enthroned upon the cherubim, shine forth. Restore us, O God, let your face shine that we may be saved. Turn again, O God of hosts, look down from heaven and see. But let your hand be on the man of your right hand, the Son of Man whom you have made strong for yourself. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your salvation comes. The Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard, and you shall have gladness of heart. The epistle is from Romans chapter 5. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction, that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another, 
in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness, in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs, and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. Again it is said, Rejoice, O Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, and let all the peoples extol him. And again Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will come. Even he who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from Luke, the 21st chapter. Jesus said, There will be signs in sun and moon and stars, and on the earth distress of nations in perplexity because of the roaring of the sea and the waves, people fainting with fear and with foreboding of what is coming on the world. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And when they and then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, straighten up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. And he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they come out in leaf, you see for yourselves, and you know that the summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all has taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But watch yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and cares of this life. And that day come upon you suddenly like a trap. For it will come upon all who dwell on the face of the whole earth. But stay awake at all times praying that you may have strength to escape all these things that are going to take place, and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Continue with the Advent Responsory on page 263. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will raise up for David a righteous branch. This is the name by which he will be called, The Lord is our Righteousness. He shall reign as king and deal wisely, and shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. This is the name by which he will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. The Ten Commandments, the Apostles' Creed, and the Lord's Prayer. You shall have no other gods. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife 
or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I really like our hymn for the day. There's much in there that speaks to Advent and the second coming of Christ. First, the tune's not all that chipper, but neither is life in December in the Midwest. But then one gets to the text itself. There's a lot going on in the text. Each verse at times seems like a side story that all informs the overarching story that is the hymn. There's law and gospel, and it seems to go back and forth just like my days. What a beautiful pairing then for the text that we heard read today. Jesus speaks of his second coming in Luke, and it doesn't sound like much of a happy picture, not for everyone at least. Leading up to Christ's advent, there is much confusion and perplexity in the earth, moon, and stars, which causes even more confusion and perplexity among the people of the earth. Death is rampant and evil seems unbridled. While we can worry and fret in a frenzy, we're reminded today death is struck and nature quaking. All creation is awaking to its judge and answer making. I don't have an answer to all of the wickedness that is found in our world or even now placed on display in the Iowa State Capitol, but they will have to give answer when the judge his seat attaineth and each hidden deed arraigneth, nothing unavenged remaineth. Now, most of you know my aversions to using certain illustrations and sermons. They can have a tendency to overshadow the text. Often the illustration is remembered, but not the text. An illustration is supposed to serve the text. Let this then be a cautionary remark and let the hearer understand. Don't get lost in the illustration, but stay with me. One of my favorite movies is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It has some really off-color humor, but in the end, it speaks to the heart of family. No matter how bad things get for Clark Griswold, he still takes care of his family and tries to make Christmas great for his family. I know he doesn't understand what Christmas is and he's looking in the wrong places. But as I studied through Malachi this week, there's a striking parallel with our Old Testament text. Many of the struggles and terrible memorable moments happen in the dark. Many of the others happen when one of the members of the family think they're alone. 
That's the nature of sin, is it not? Many things happen in the dark, not just actions themselves, but men try to cover their faults by committing these acts in the dark, in secret, so as no one can see, as if God cannot see. Men and women commit all sorts of sinful, shameful, and dishonorable acts, either in the dark or when they believe they're alone, sitting behind computer screens, cell phones, and internet technology at the fingertips, one has almost instant access to any world they can dream up, good or bad. Imagination can run wild. Others will use the veneer of believing they're in the dark, that they embrace it. They're convinced that there is no real God, and so the set, they set up uh, mockeries against his church, and his faithful children. Some leaders live in and promote an idea of darkness that every religious group really is the same with the same goals, and so we can just live in promoted ignorance and false understanding hidden behind a word, a world of tolerance. Forgetting we are what we eat, and the diet includes our eyes and ears, many go hungry, feeding on falsity and anxious garbage heaped out by various news organizations and social media platforms. These are no different, and actually glorify something that we've joked about being bad for a long time. The speed at which gossip and bad news travels, especially compared to good news. Malachi lived in a time when the spiritual leaders of Judah lived in much impurity. God's people were unfaithful. They forgot his commands. They forgot his ways. They forgot him. Many were swept up by the culture of the day. God's people simply just went with the culture of the day because it was too hard to do otherwise, and they didn't want to stand out. They wanted to look just like everyone else. They felt as though their father's ways were outdated and the children had to grow up. They had to expand and progress and the confession of God, the worship of God, the lives of God's people had to advance into a new century. God had to simply get with the times and the old ways of things no longer did any good nor were they relevant. So God's word is spoken through the prophet Malachi and he has to Clark Griswold them. They're trying, they're waiting for days that don't seem to come. They seek and search, but they have it all wrong. They miss the basic point of the day, of God, of themselves, and they end up making more of a mess. In the words of a great pastor, helping or hurting friends, helping or hurting, and truth be told, they weren't helping. Christmas Vacation is one of those movies that I spend most of Christmas thinking through the same few days for most of the characters in the movie. How different each day looks. The events are the same, but each one experiences the day differently. And I always seem to read this text and watch this movie in the same week. In fact, watching this movie always gets me thinking of these words from Malachi. On the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts. When the Lord acts, it's the same day. The events will not change, but the experience will be different for the only two kinds of people that exist. Believers and unbelievers. The sun will shine and all will be brought to the light. Jesus, the very source of God's light, the light that comes into the darkness of humanity, said, Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light. What you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. For nothing is hidden that will not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that will not be known and come to light. 
as the light brings all things to light, we really see the law and gospel function, purpose, the operative reality of God's word. Look at this day of the Lord's action. When the light of God comes, the unbelievers are banished and laid waste, as the old English would say, God will smite them. The Lord causes the old sinful Adam to be destroyed. These are those who are arrogant, those that are proud of their own works and boast of their greatness before God. They are self-important, self-made, and the world, in fact, owes them a favor. They're insolent and rude. They seek to serve themselves first. They're presumptuous. What they have belongs to them. Billy Joel summed it up well. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Go ahead with your own life and leave me alone. What a terrible day for them. Or as Clark would say, worse. (laughs) How could things get any worse? Take a look around here, Ellen. We're at the threshold. When everything gets revealed by the light of God's word, those who held to themselves and looked to themselves, relied on themselves, will be left to themselves. They will be left to their death. And God declares all who do evil will be stubble. They are chaff, nothing but debris that covers the seed and is good for nothing but to be burned. The Lord will burn that debris so hotly, the fire will be so intense that nothing of the plant will remain. Now the same day, but a different experience will be had by those who fear God's name. Those who fear God's name are those who revere God alone as the highest being, honor him with their lives, and avoid what displeases him. They hold to the words of Genesis, I am God Almighty, walk before me and be blameless. They pray, let all the earth fear the Lord, let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. And great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. They boast not in themselves. They boast in the Lord. They are the ones who are poor in spirit. To them belongs the kingdom of heaven. They are the ones who are poor and miserable, who confess they have sinned against God in thought, word, and deed by what they have done and by what they have left undone. They have not loved their whole heart, or have not loved God with their whole heart or their neighbor as themselves. They rightly know they deserve his present and eternal punishment. They are those who pray, Guilty now I pour my moaning, all my shame with anguish owning. Spare, O God, thy suppliant groaning. Lo, I kneel with heart submission, see like ashes my contrition. Help me in my last condition. The same sun will come, but they will know healing. As the rays of the sun spread warmth and light over the earth for the growth and maturity of the plants and living creatures, so will the sun of righteousness bring healing of all hurts and wounds which the power of darkness has inflicted upon the righteous. This is the word of the gospel. On a silent night, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. Of this babe we sing, Hail, the heaven-born Prince of Peace, Hail, the Son of Righteousness, light and life to all he brings, risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Malachi says to remember the law of Moses. That's the Torah, the first book in Hebrew, the first five in Greek and English. Remember God's creation, 
the fall of man, the promise of a Savior. Remember how God continued to work so that not only is man kept and preserved, but the promised seed is kept, protected, and cultivated, so that when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. In this season of preparation, like Clark, we check every bulb, every aspect of our lives. We see sin. We confess our sin. We repent of our sins. Apart from him and his grace, we are unplugged Christmas lights dead on the house. Christ came to earth, goes to the shed, flips the switch. He turns on the juice and enlightens our dead strands. He causes us to shine bright. Each day, through the blessings of God's holy word, our baptism indicates that the old Adam and us should by daily contrition and repentance be drowned and die with all sins and evil desires, and that a new man should daily emerge and arise to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. With God's grace being ours, even as Satan tries to tempt us away from God to turn into ourselves, we get to say with Clark, where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny Kaye. The emergency of our sin, of our brokenness, of our darkness, could only be met with one solution. There is only one answer. At the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. He died for you and for me. He was tried at night but died in the day. His work of salvation was for all to see. It was no secret that this man, born of the Virgin Mary, was to die. Sin, Satan, and death did its work to try and disrupt his work and snuff out this light, but he, through this death, took care of his family. You are given the fruits of his cross. These, his gifts, his word, his sacraments. The Son of God is the Son of Righteousness, and through his grace, like calves you are birthed here in baptism, fed in this barn, this wooden structure, and what else can we do but leave here leaping like calves from the stall? What joy and excitement are ours to be in this light. Your Christmas bonus has come, and you have enrolled in the heavenly courts, which is way better than the jelly of the month club. These gifts are truly the gifts that keep on giving, so that while we must live in perplexity and groaning for a little while, we pray. Faint and weary, thou hast sought me. On the cross of suffering bought me. Shall such grace be vainly brought me? From that sinful woman shriven, from the dying thief forgiven, thou to me a hope hast given. To the rest thou didst prepare me. On thy cross, O Christ, upbear me. Spare, O God, in mercy, spare me. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. We sing him TLH 607, Day of Wrath, O Day of Mourning. Day of wrath.
the day of mourning. See, fulfill the prophet's warning. Heaven and earth in ashes burning. Oh, what fear man's bosom rendeth when from heaven the judge descendeth. On whose sentence all dependeth. Wondrous sound the trumpet flingeth through her sepulchres it ringeth. All before the throne it bringeth. Death is struck and nature quaking. All creation is awaking. To its judge in answer making. Lo, the book exactly worded, wherein all hath been recorded. Then shall judgment be awarded. When the judge has seat attaineth, and each hidden deed arrangeth, nothing unavenged remaineth. What shall I, frail man, be pleading? Who for me be? Seeding. When the just are mercy needing, King of Majesty, tremendous, who dost free salvation send us. Fount of pity, then befriend us. Think, good Jesus, my salvation, caused thy wondrous incarnation. Leave me not to reprobation. Faint and weary, thou hast sought me. Ah, 
on the cross of suffering bought me. Shall such grace be vainly brought me? Righteous judge for sin's pollution, grant thy gift of absolution. Ere that day of retribution, guilty now I pour my mourning, all my shame with anguish owning. Spare, O God, thy suppliant groaning, from that sinful woman shriven, from the dying be forgiven. Thou to me a hope hast given. Worthless are my prayers and sighing, yet good Lord in grace complying. Rescue me from fires undying. With thy favored sheep, O place me, nor among the goats abase me, but to thy right hand upraise me. While the wicked are confounded, doomed to flames of woe unbounded, call me with thy saints surrounded. Lo, I kneel with hearts of mission, see like ashes my contrition. Help me in my last condition. Day of sorrow, day of weeping, when in dust no longer sleeping. Man awakes in thy dread keeping, to the rest thou didst prepare me, on thy cross, O Christ, appear me. 
Spare, O God, in mercy spare me. Amen. In peace let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For this nation, for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all those in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the sick and the dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Finally, for these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Stir up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. The same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Blessed Lord, you have caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may so hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by the patience and comfort of your holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Christ has been raised from the dead, alleluia, alleluia. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed, raised from the dead, he will never die again. Death has no more dominion, Christ has been raised from the dead, alleluia, alleluia. Dying, Christ dies to sin once for all, living he lives to God. Count yourselves as dead to sin and alive to God. 
in Christ Jesus our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead. Alleluia. Alleluia. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you. Amen. We sing him LSB 336, Lo, He Comes with Clouds Descending. Still his dazzling body 
Oh. Uh-huh. 